Hi, I'm Gianna Volpe, and thank you for listening to The Heart of the East End on WLIWFM, the show where we get to the heart of any matter at hand with folks from all walks of life on Long Island's only local NPR radio station. We stream online at WLIW.org radio and welcome your comments, questions, and collaborations of all kinds on The Heart of the East End. Live from the WLIWFM studio, I'm Gianna Volpe with local news on WLIWFM. Echoing uh, Ms. Colvin's last report, U.S. Congressman Lee Zeldin, Eastern Suffolk's House of Representative um, from Shirley, Long Island, and the Republican candidate for governor of New York, was attacked yesterday at a campaign event outside Rochester by a man with a pointed weapon who dragged him to the ground before being subdued by several other men. According to officials and videos of the attack, Zeldin was not injured, a campaign representative said. Nicholas Fandos and Ed Shanahan report in the New York Times that the videos show Zeldin standing on the bed of a truck addressing supporters gathered outside a VFW hall in Fairport, New York, when a man approaches him slowly from the right, grabs him by the arm, and brandishes a weapon. Zeldin responds by grabbing the man's wrist and is then joined by several men in containing the attacker. Zeldin said in a statement issued after the attack that he, his running mate Allison Esposito, and members of his campaign staff were safe. Quote, someone tried to stab me on stage during this evening's rally, but fortunately I was able to grab his wrist and stop him for a few moments until others tackled him. He said, putting the attack in the context of his tough-on-crime campaign message, I'm as resolute as ever to do my part to make New York safe again. David G. Jacobanis, 43, of Fairport, was identified as a suspect and charged with attempted assault in the second degree, according to the Monroe County Sheriff's Office. He was arraigned in Perrington Town Court and released, according to the Sheriff's Office. In other political news, Suffolk County Legislator Bridget Fleming, the Democratic nominee for New York's 1st Congressional District and our neighbor here at WLIWFM, is leading Republican congressional candidates in fundraising as the Republicans wage a primary election battle for their party's nod to run for the seat being vacated by four-term Republican incumbent Congressman Zeldin. The nominee of the Republican and Conservative parties for New York State Governor seeking to unseat Democratic incumbent Kathy Hochul. Alec Lewis reports on RiverheadLocal.com that Fleming, a former prosecutor and Southampton Town Councilwoman, has raised a total of about $1.17 million so far and has $516,432 cash on hand, according to financial statements filed for her campaign committee with the Federal Elections Commission on July 15. Fleming does not face a primary challenger after fellow county legislator Kara Hahn dropped out of the race in May and endorsed Fleming. On the Republican side, county committee endorsed Nick LaLota of Amityville, a Navy veteran and the chief of staff to the Suffolk County Ledge, has raised $404,249 and has $326,047 on hand, according to campaign committee filings. He has received donations from the campaign committees of elected officials across Long Island, as well as from the state and Suffolk County Republican committees. But Lalota faces one challenger with a bigger campaign war chest 
That's Michelle Bond, a financial advisor and attorney who joined the race last month. Bond has received a total of $389,154 in contributions thus far and has a total of $814,096 on hand, including a $600,000 loan Bond made to her campaign committee. In ecological news, members of three environmental organizations gathered at Long Beach in Noyak this week to mark the release of a report based on their collaborative effort to monitor water quality on the East End in 2021. Stephen J. Coates reports on 27East.com that staff members and volunteers working with the Surfrider Foundation's Eastern Long Island chapter, the Concerned Citizens of Montauk, and the Peconic Baykeeper have committed to regularly collecting water samples from more than 70 locations. This is fast. This is fascinating. Stretching from Lake Montauk to Conklin Point near Greenport in Southhold. Samples are taken not only at Ocean and Bay beaches, but from creeks and other areas that may be more prone to water pollution and are not monitored by the, uh, the county's uh, health department's own testing program, which is limited to bathing beaches. The testing program helps to give people the information they need so they can make sound decisions on when and where to swim. How journalistic. Uh, it looks like it is also to facilitate change. Where there are locations where our samples have shown problems, we've been able to take the data and go to town, go to the town and clean up those sites. The full 2021 water quality report can be found at easternli.surfrider.org. And looking at prices at the pump, Summer is typically peak driving time, but consumers worried about the economy are spending less time behind the wheel and helping to drive gas prices down. Torian Parrish reports on Newsday.com that after hitting record highs that passed the $5 mark for the first time in June, average gasoline prices have been falling for five weeks as consumer demand and crude oil prices decline amid recession fears. On Long Island, the average per gallon price of regular gas fell for 36 consecutive days between June 15th and yesterday, according to the Oil Price Information Service. The average price of a regular gas gallon on Long Island surpassed $5 for the first time June 8th, according to AAA. By June, gas prices nationwide have been rising for more than a year as consumers' demand for fuel had been increasing as they returned to driving for work and leisure after the COVID pandemic. But crude oil output had not returned to the levels that existed before the pandemic hit the U.S. in early 2020. The oil price woes were exacerbated after some countries and refineries stopped buying oil from Russia because of its February 24th invasion of Ukraine. Gas price averages could fall 25 to 40 cents over the next three weeks, according to Patrick DeHaan, head of petroleum analysis at GasBuddy, a Boston-based tech company that provides fuel price data. But there are caveats that could send prices back up. Intense summer heat can lead crude oil refineries to break down, disrupt oil flow, and send prices up, as can hurricanes. Hurricane season in the Atlantic Basin, including the Gulf of Mexico, runs from June 1st to November 30th, but most activity occurs from mid-August to mid-October. Reading the weather here in Southampton in honor of our first guest, Southampton Art Gallery owner and another one of our neighbors here at WLIWFM's Hill Street Studio, it's Holbert Waldrop joining us in uh, about 17 minutes, I would say. Looking like a sunny Friday with a high near 84 degrees. There is a heat advisory in effect until Sunday night, my friends. 
So do uh, stay cool if you can and certainly stay hydrated. Calm wind be coming south 5 to 9 miles per hour in the afternoon. Tonight mostly clear with a low around 73 degrees. Southwest winds 6 to 10 miles per hour. Right now it's 81 degrees. Music from all decades and genres until the Friday morning tea, underwritten by Village Overhead Doors. And we have a whole blue Heart of the East End edition made for you this morning, built around two tracks by the one and only Lily May, our Hot Sounds guest at the bottom of the next hour, talking about her upcoming performance in Brookhaven. Joseph Tilly, Green Sky, Bluegrass, and Feist in your immediately uh, your immediate listening future. But first, Sugar Pie DeSantis kicking off with Mama Didn't Raise No Fool, coming to you live from the heart of the East End, right here on WLIWFM. That you love me cause that's what you told me I don't know how to react when you bring up the old me Didn't think we'd make it this far Things I should have told you at the start You really trying to act like you don't know what you said Hanging around all your friends and you make me look stupid You pick it up, I'm putting it back
face the reality now that you told me You got somebody else better than me to replace me I really hope you make it so far Just know you got a place in my There you go saying those things that make me crazy Here I am afraid to be alone Locked inside this house it used to be our home Here I go thinking those things I wish I didn't know Here I go, spilling my heart with music. Forget everything you've learned about me. If I dare, if I may, have a say in what you remember will be. I hope it's the way I'm gonna kiss you. So we rode our burdens down on balloons And the wind made our worries hard to hold 
I've still got Feist in your listening future, but moving up, Charlie Parker and Howlin' Wolf, uh, just to go along with that didn't know theme. This is I didn't know, and I didn't know what time it was. We've got Holbert Waldrop. Uh, I just want to correct myself. I said Waldrop Gallery earlier. I think that's on the North Fork, uh, Holbert's um, studio or gallery right here on Hill Street. It's called the Art Warehouse. It's um, right at the atop Hill Street Stone's Throw from Plaza Cafe. I'm Gianna Volpe. This is Howlin' Wolf, and you, whoever you are out there, you are awesome, and you're listening to Long Island's only NPR radio station, WLIWFM. Somebody else 
Getting in a little Charlie Parker ahead of our Friday morning tea underwritten by Village Overhead Doors here on Long Island's only NPR radio station, WLIWFM. Charlie Parker, I didn't know what time it was, and I know exactly what time it is. It's time for me to admit, number one, I'm pretty sure I entirely made up the Waldrop Gallery. I can't find any uh, evidence of it existing. Um, I imagined that was the name of our next guest gallery, Holbert Waldrop, uh, our neighbor here at WLIWFM in the Art Warehouse Good morning, Holbert. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Good morning, and good morning to all the people of Long Island. So, so first of all, uh, 
I'm I'm really grateful that you're okay because I know you had a blowout this morning, and um, you're heading east to us right now or west. I don't know which way you're coming from, but uh, I'm glad you're all right and and uh, grateful for the advent of the telephone that makes it possible for us to still do our interview this morning. Yes, ma'am. Especially during an outbreak of the coronavirus again. Right. Right. Our president just yesterday. <laughs> so, uh, um, my phone is, is fine. So, uh, I just wanted to say for those out there who have not seen your work, uh, I know you were featured on uh, Dan's Papers cover last month. Um, folks may have seen you at the Hamptons Fine Art Fair. Uh, I certainly knew you first from your elephants uh, that are right there on the corner if you're coming down. Hill Street. Can you tell us the story behind those? Uh, yes, ma'am. Um, the elephant with the trunk up is a sign of good luck. And yes. So I do paintings, and uh, if you buy a painting, then you get the free elephant, and it's kind of something for the inside, something for the outside. It's like when a woman wears a, a, a purse with a matching shoe. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, I know exactly what you mean, and that is awesome. Buy a painting, get a matching elephant for the yard. I am definitely down. There's, I know there's three. There's one that's like a rainbow-colored, one is black. I can't remember the third, but I'm curious because I, I, I looked, um, I guess, on your website. And you were talking about being inspired by social and political messages. I have to imagine the last few years have been very rich uh, if not tough, uh, inspiration uh, as far as that's concerned? Well, um, not everyone can handle a strong subject, look at it every day, right. um, you know, when they wake up, when they go to bed. So um, I have to do a variety of of. Uh, uh, I have to do a variety of art, something that when it's on the wall it, and you wake up in the morning, it makes you smile and smile before you go to bed. Um, but, you know, I, I like a, I like stuff. I like art that makes you think that, that, uh, that you know, uh, inspires a dialogue. And uh, but I, I do a large variety of different artwork. So I really, like, for example, the one from Dan's papers cover is a very simple message: is love, uh, which obviously we we appreciate here on the heart. Uh, I saw some some uh, superhero work as well, so uh, I think it's great that, um, especially on the pop art, I saw some uh, a piece of yours at the Fine Art Fair. Oh, actually, you know what? I really want to ask you about the piece that says uh, someday they'll say um, there was a something like a, bre a breed of... Oh, yes. Yeah. I, yes. Can you talk about yes. that piece? Um, okay. Um, when you go to the movies, typically there is not a need for a narrator when you watch a movie. There's no one speaking to you saying, you know, once upon a time. And... Usually in art, it's the same way. To put words in a painting is really taboo. You're, you're guiding the audience, the, the viewer, a little bit too much. Mm -hmm. But I like to break the rules. And so whenever I hear a good quote or a good saying, you know, um, I 
sometimes I incorporate it into the painting, into the theme of the painting. So I have one particular painting, and it says, uh, once upon a time, there was a race of people called artists. They fought a fierce battle against society, but the outcome is still unknown. And those artists could be musical artists. They could be, uh, you know, of course, uh, visual artists, uh, but also just creators. You know, I would right. even throw architects, the scientists, um, the creators of the world. I thought it was so, so think, cool. Uh, people that think with the, you know, the, the different hemisphere of the brain, they see the world through the eyes of an artist and not necessarily through the eyes of a, a businessman or a, or a soldier or a politician. Deep you know, in... and with what, with what's going on in the world today, it's, it's kind of amazing that, uh, To be inspired about the news, you know, um, with climate change, with war, with famine, the world is going to look very different in a very short period of time. And, you know, I think that's a good thing because, you know, a bird, a, a butterfly can start off his life in Canada and migrate all the way to South America and no one's stopping it for, you know, asking for papers or, you know, a whale or a Canadian goose. And I think humans should be the should be the same. My my I I claim the whole world as my birthright, and I, I will live live up my life, you know, where and how I choose fit. That's beautiful. You know, the 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 piece we were talking about uh, talking about uh, once upon a time there was a race of people called artists is really deep and dystopian. You know, thinking of the the death of creation and. And as you mentioned, of, of critical thought itself. And I think it's really interesting uh, and and lovely how you uh, take these ideas and, and this idea of a of, of very dramatic change and look at the, the beautiful side uh, and talking about, you know, the whole world as your birthright. Uh, how have you been um, exemplifying that in your life in the last few years, and when did you when did you come to Hill Street? I remember, I I first knew you as just a man walking by the studio in your uh, very iconic um, turnt cowboy hat and uh, bandana, watching you walk by every morning, wondering your story. And then uh, I go to the Hamptons Fine Art Fair last week, and there you are. Uh, so I'm very excited, first of all, to get to know you, to let uh, other folks who may not already know you get to know you and, and find out a little bit more about your story and how you came to Hill Street. Oh, well, um, I was living a, on this beautiful barge on the Hudson River, and I was painting inside of the barge and I would deliver paintings to art galleries all around Manhattan. Um, and life was great. And then the virus came and suddenly there was a mass exodus out of Manhattan. And uh, my main studio is in upstate New York near Woodstock. And uh, after, I, I just got stir crazy after a few months and I came to the Hamptons and I, I've seen all the people who uh, 
basically my customers, people with a, a certain income bracket, a certain education, a certain age group. There are demographics that you're buying a home, you love art, you're going to put something on the wall. Right. The, but, but my newest body of work since coming to Hampton now two years, my newest body of work is bringing some of Manhattan urban life, like the graffiti you would see on a subway platform or in the in the bathroom of a restaurant, even a street art, to bring that to where it will be appropriate in a Long Island resident, you know, um, to soften the colors, to soften some of the words. I I, I put a lot of uh, je t'aime and I love you and I cre- create artwork that it, it's a toned down, softened graffiti that is that looks beautiful indoors in a in, in Long Island to, to make that transition from the platform to over the over the sofa or over the dining room table. Right. And that's a challenge and uh, uh but I, I love it. I, I think I'm starting a, a whole new genre of art where it's graffiti mixed with abstract, graffiti mixed with cubism. Um, and uh, I, I'm having a lot of success with it. You know, um, I, I love the way that you describe your work. And, I, and talk about a man that not only knows his audience, but is uh, altering uh, his work in order to fit the, the the clientele, I think it's it's fascinating. Uh, I can't wait until the time that we're able to have you in with us. Uh, before I let you go, uh, where can people find you online? I know they can certainly find you uh, here on Hill Street in Southampton and check out uh, your gallery here. Uh, but how can people find you online? If you could please, uh, if you have Instagram, the Art Warehouse of Southampton. All right. I'm following and, you uh, right now. Yes, ma'am. The Art Warehouse Southampton. And if you were on Facebook, um, you could just put in my name, H-U-L-B-E-R-T, Holbert. That if is. You put in Holbert, you'll see a uh, you, – you see a you see a gentleman wearing a a funny cowboy hat. That's me. The one and only Holbert and, Waldrop of the Art Warehouse right here in Southampton. I'm Gianna Volpe. This is Billie Eilish, and you, whoever you are out there, you're awesome. And you just heard the Friday morning tea, underwritten by Village Overhead Doors here on Long Island's only NPR radio station, WLIWFM. Didn't change my number. I only changed who I replied to. Laura said I should be nicer, but not to you. I love you, you might have me text. 
could have been But you would think I was upset You're obsessed Don't take it out on me I'm out of sympathy for you Maybe you should leave Before I get too mean I didn't change my number I only changed who I believe in You were easy on the eyes, 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 eyes But loose can be deceiving I gotta work, I go to work You don't deserve to feel so hurt You got a lot of love I don't deserve So don't take it out on me I'm out of sympathy for you Maybe you should leave Before I get too mean And take it out on you And your best friend too I should have left when Drew Said you were bad news Little Andre Crouch and the Disciples hopping back to 78 for this one. I didn't think it could be. Feist and Sharon Van Etten on deck. Amy Ray after that featuring Brandi Carlisle, Heather McIntyre, and Lindsay Fuller.
want you to say. I want all the young ladies that God has saved you. And when somebody told you, you didn't believe it. And I want you right now to say. Here's that feist I've been promising you. I wish I didn't miss you. Sharon Van Etten's You Didn't Really Do That. Amy Ray on deck after that, leading you into the NPR news break at the top of the hour. Here on Long Island's only NPR radio station, WLIWFM. Trying to find a way to talk about it. I'm also just let it go How to reach out my mind If I can't think straight With the goodness of God I feel too isolated You come, baby I called you unto
Little Feist on WLIWFM's Heart of the East End from her pleasure record. Wish I didn't miss you. The Sharon Van Etten, you didn't really do that. From the 2009 record, it was because I was in love. Amy Ray's I Didn't, featuring Brandy Carlisle, Heather McIntyre, and Lindsay Fuller, leading you into the NPR news break. Here on WLIWFM. Yeah. 
Someone broke your heart. I didn't. Someone played too hard. I didn't. Someone stole your dreams. I didn't. Someone got there a long time before me. You say we got this long road that lays ahead. It's gonna take a lot of tread. I've been walking it all my life. I still can't get it right. I guess I need a reason to believe in faith and apologies. 'Cause I've known them all my life. I still can't see the light. And someone broke your heart. I didn't. Someone played too hard. So you got every reason to be broke down, but I'm not hanging around. I'm just looking for a fight to make all that hurt seem right. With so many reasons to be free, you can count on history to give us one more chain that binds, something to remind us that someone broke your heart. With Long Island local news, I'm Gianna Volpe on WLIWFM. U.S. Congressman Lee Zeldin of Shirley, Long Island, and the Republican candidate for New York governor was attacked during a campaign stop near Rochester in upstate Monroe County last evening, but escaped injury and managed to finish his speech. Zeldin was campaigning at a VFW post when a man jumped on stage and lunged toward the lawmaker with an unknown weapon, according to witnesses, and video of the incident. An onlooker in one video can be heard saying he's got enough, uh, a knife, excuse me, but another close-up video of the incident, published by WHEC-TV in Rochester, shows what uh, shows that the man is holding what appears to be a, a pointed self-defense tool shaped like the face of a cartoon cat. The suspect was identified as 43-year-old David Jacobonis of Fairport, New York. He was charged with attempted assault in the second degree and released on his own recognizance last night. Uh, the suspect is an Iraq war veteran, according to WROC-TV. Zeldin, who beat three other Republicans to grab the GOP nomination in the governor's race in a primary last month, faces Governor Kathy Hochul, the Democratic incumbent, this November. 
The New York Post reports that Zeldin plans to continue campaigning upstate today with scheduled stops in Seneca, Onondaga, Onondaga, excuse me, Jefferson and Lewis counties. Here on the East End, plans to renovate and convert the long vacant former Walmart on Route 58 in Riverhead for reuse as a restaurant depot store was approved by the Riverhead Planning Board yesterday afternoon. Oh, how fantastic for the restaurant tours in the region. Uh, Denise Civiletti reports on RiverheadLocal.com that the planning board granted approval to the site plan application of Riverhead Plaza for improvements to 65,267 square feet of vacant commercial space, including the construction of a five-bay loading dock, concrete retaining walls with a height of 11 feet, the installation of sound and uh, attenuating walls with a height of 12 feet, and the installation of new electrical infrastructure. An existing outdoor sales area will be removed. Plans also call for facade improvements, landscaping improvements, lighting updates, milling, and repaving the existing parking area as well. Restaurant Depot, a business-to-business wholesale food service supplier, announced in November it had entered a 15-year lease to fill almost 60% of the 112,000-square-foot vacant store uh, formerly occupied by Walmart. Walmart vacated the space in 2014 after moving to a newly built shopping center on Route 58 across from Tanker Outlets. Restaurant Depot, which has more than 130 stores across the U.S., sells food, soft drinks, alcoholic beverages, equipment, and supplies to member restaurants and bars. The closest Restaurant Depot is currently located in Bohemia, and I do know uh, many a restaurateur who make that trek out there for their shop, uh, for their restaurant. The planning board voted unanimously with uh, member Joseph Beyer absent to uh, approve the site plan. And finally, state biologists are examining a dead great white shark that washed up yesterday in East Quag and believe it's the same that was discovered Wednesday on the Quag shoreline before being swept out to sea. Virginise reports on Newsday.com that a Southampton town Bay Constable discovered the carcass Thursday morning on the Oceanside Beach near Dolphin Lane, according to Southampton Town Police and officials with the DEC. An initial uh, inspection of the Great White by biologists led them to believe it was the same shark found Wednesday on the waterfront off Dune Road in Quag. Quag Village Police had responded Wednesday after a resident reported that Great White they arrived, took photos of the shark, but were unable to secure the carcass carcass for a necropsy before it washed back out to sea. Yesterday, DEC officer Della Rocco, along with the Bay Constable, took the Great White off the beach. It's about 6 feet 5 inches long, weighs about 250 pounds. DEC Marine Resources staff will perform a necropsy and additional testing. There was no obvious cause of death, and a pathology test is pending. Christopher... Uh, Paparo, um, a member of the South Fork Natural History Museum's shark research team, said researchers will take many measurements during a necropsy because it could help determine the weight of other similarly uh, similarly sized animals spotted at sea. They can also be used for genetic research. Many great whites can be found in long local waters as the New York Bite, which encompasses the water from Cape May, New Jersey, to Montauk is a great white nursery ground. Paparo, who also serves as manager of Stony Brook University's Marine Science Center, said that while there was no obvious trauma, the animal could have caught, gotten caught in a fishing net, 
died of natural causes or something else. It likely died before it washed ashore, he said. Reading the weather in Brookhaven Town, in honor of our next, gate, uh, our next guest, Nashville's own Lily May, who will be playing at Brookhaven Town's Hamlet Organic Garden next week. Looking like a sunny Friday with a high near 88 degrees, light and variable wind becoming south 5 to 10 miles per hour in the morning. Mostly clear tonight with a low around 73 degrees south wind, 3 to 8 miles per hour. Right now it's 86 degrees and a heat advisory is in effect until Sunday night. Keeping uh, the tunes from all decades and genres running with Trick Pony's I Didn't. And we'll be going Didn't I all the way until we speak with Miss May and play Didn't I from the Other Girls record. Uh, I'll also be playing my favorite track from that record, Whole Blue Heart, uh, right uh, after we speak to Lily May for the Hot Sound segment at the bottom of the hour, underwritten by Sag Harbor Cinema here on Long Island's only local NPR radio station, WLIWFM. Bye. 
Well, here we are halfway through the trick pony record, and I am standing here right now with the legendary George Jones. Now, George, how do you like the record so far? Well, I ain't even heard the dang thing yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go, folks. He loves it. Didn't I, didn't I, didn't I love you? Didn't we, didn't we, didn't we fly? Know that I, know that I still can't find you. Didn't we, didn't we say goodbye? It's when I saw your face at a coffee shop on the eighth. Well, maybe it was in my mind And I swear that I heard your laugh From a person who walked past me At a party the other night Never thought we'd ever have to go Music from all decades and genres, interviews with folks from all walks of life all morning and midnight long here on Long Island's only local 
listener-supported public radio station, WLIWFM, the heart of the East End, uh, recorded live Monday through Friday, 9 to 11, replay at midnight, moving from One Republic to Los Stellarians. I'm Gianna Volpe, and you, whoever you are out there, you are awesome, and you're listening to WLIWFM. Stay tuned for Lily May of Nashville on the Hot Sound segment underwritten by Sag Harbor Cinema on WLIWFM.
Just a couple minutes away from our Hot Sounds segment with Lily May as our guest, underwritten by Sag Harbor Cinema. This is Lily May's Didn't I from the Other Girls record of 2019.
Still waiting for Lily May to join us. So uh, I'm going to play another one from Other Girls. You've got Other Girls for that. Here on Long Island's only NPR radio station, WLIWFM.
Lily May from her Other Girls record. You've got other girls for that. And I've got other girls to stand in for Lily this morning on the Hot Sounds segment, underwritten by Sag Harbor Cinema. And thank you and apologies to you, Val Levine. I know that you've got a hoarse voice, but uh, we're grateful to you for stepping in. Uh, you mentioned the time no difference. apologies, necessary. It's all good. You know, it's funny because you said she probably forgot about the time difference. And I was saying to you, (laughs) I forgot about the time difference right up until. Yeah. And I got to remember that, that when I'm uh, booking stuff with folks in Nashville, uh, of all places, that I make sure to to enter those little letters E-S-T when I'm uh, booking someone. The other thing, too, Gianna, is she had mentioned that she was. In a remote area of Illinois. Yes, she did. Issue with the cell service. So that could be another issue that she's trying to reach us and she can't get through. So in any case, here we are. And and here we are. And I'm excited that you're on with us because I want to know everything about Hog Farm, about the Hamlet Organic Garden in Brookhaven. I know we don't have a lot of time because you're saving your voice, but please tell me as much as you can. Well, the farm is a magical place, and um, they are an organic farm, and they're located on Beaver Dam Road in Brookhaven Hamlet. And um, farmer Sean and farmer Warren, who um, run the joint, um, and they are really all about um, events for the community. And um, they do all kinds of things for children, for families, and for adults and they love music and um one of the things that they've been doing that i've been enjoying personally is they have this um uh cassandra house runs a jam once or twice a month during the summer warm months and all the musicians come out and play it's an open mic and they make pizza they have it's just a great night uh the next one's august 2nd and that's just a fun thing that we all love to do but they have other things, and I think this is the first time they're having a straight-up, <clears throat> excuse me, concert. Um, so uh, it's going to be exciting. We also have a special opening guest that I <clears throat> can't announce yet, um, but I will be able to announce that on Sunday. And she's very special, but I, I can't say because she has another gig. Oh my um, gosh! But I can't talk about that. But it's going to be really amazing. So um, that's. That's the story. Is that because so is that because of, of great Thursday. is that because of Great South Bay? Are they playing something with Great South Bay? So you're not allowed to? No, it's not because of Great South Bay. Okay. That was all, all over. This is something else that um, she just has another local gig, and I can't say. Got it. Very much about that yet. Got it. So, um, anyway, but that's the story with the hog farm. So they do all kinds of they have dinners and um, whatnot, and it's just a really beautiful beautiful environment and um, that's what they do. Oh, I want to mention this event on Tuesday. It's a children's book reading and shelter donation drive uh, for the Brookhaven Animal Shelter. They're having like a children's book reading, a signing, and they're asking for donations of towels, sheets, fleece, blankets uh, that are urgently needed by the Brookhaven Animal Shelter saying well-behaved dogs are welcomed and encouraged to attend, uh, though I, I dare say please do uh, keep your animals on a leash uh, just for the safety of everyone. Um, very, very excited 
about Lily May playing and for the surprise opener. Um, and again, so that's that's this Sunday or when when is it? Um, the event is on Thursday. Right, it's next uh, week. July 28th. So, yeah, so it's next week, Thursday. And um, it's 6 to 9 p.m. And tickets are available at the Hog Farm if you go on their website um, or through me. Hogfarm.org. Uh, uh, this is Val Levine. Yeah, it actually stands for Hamlet Organic Garden. Yes. Is the name. H O T Hamlet Organic Garden. And Lily May's um, band is the Reesh Family Circus. I wonder if she's home because I know she comes from, from Illinois. I wonder if she went back there. Um, Val, I, I know. I think that they have a, a reunion or, of some nature. Sounds, yeah. sounds fun to yeah, me. <clears throat> but anyway, she's coming with um, Brother Frank, her husband, Craig, who's from Scotland. Um, and he, he, uh, he's been playing with, on the road with Susie Balgas, the country artist, of some notoriety. And um, then Frank is also, I believe, um, Millie, um, his girlfriend Millie, plays fiddle and is an incredible artist and creative force. <clears throat> and Sister Scarlett, who plays Wicked Mandolin, um, it's going to be quite a treat. Um, mostly a bluegrass sound country. Um, uh, uh, Lily's doing uh, some new music. She's in the middle of putting out uh, a new tunes. I'm sure she'll be um, playing those for us, her originals. And um, they do, you know, folk rock, anything. Yes. They're amazing. Yeah, and I'll play. I'll play my favorite. My favorite Lily May track. This is the one that first introduced me to her. Which one is that, Tiana? Whole Blue Heart from the Other Girls record. Yes, that's a beautiful tune, yeah. And and I can't I'll let you go a, a little early just to to have mercy on on your trachea. <laughs> can't thank you thank enough. Thank you. I'm trying to recover. I've been singing and playing too much and that is something that I shouldn't be doing, but <clears throat> there you go. We love you. We, we love you, and we can't thank you enough for standing in. We will definitely have you back once your voice has recovered a bit. I'm Gianna Volpe. That was Val Levine. This is Lily May, and you, whoever you are out there, you're awesome, and you just heard the Hot Sounds segment underwritten by Sag Harbor Cinema here on listener-supported WLIWFM NPR Radio.
adding a little bit to the end of the playlist here. We've got the Tractors, Coil, Girelli, My Blue Heart, Bambi Lee Savage on deck. I've added a few tracks after. Let's see how much time we can get. These are the Tractors on WLI, WFM. Here's one I'd never heard before. Well, I'd never heard that one either. Coil Gorelli's My Blue Heart from the Love Kills record of 2018. And actually, we've got a band called My Blue Heart on deck after that same year. But the track's called Let Me Down from the Paroxysm EP. Over my head. Black in the sun. 
This is so real, all this pain you feel, and it burns like hell, like the sun. You can't be the one in every time that we're There's a band I would have never heard if it weren't for planning a playlist around Holt Blue Heart from Lily B's Other Girls record. This is Bambi Lee Savage from the Berlin Nashville Express. Bambi's Little April Showers on deck after that.
Hoping the only thing that's blue for you today are the skies. I'm Gianna Volpe. Deep bow to both of our guests this morning, Holbert Waldrop and um, Val Levine, as well as our underwriters at Village Overhead Doors in Sag Harbor Cinema. That is the whole blue heart of the East End right here on Long Island's only local NPR radio station, leading you into the NPR news break and the end of the show with one of my favorite tunes, Little April Shower from Bambi, going back to 1942 for this one right here on Long Island's only NPR radio station, WLIWFM. Does this remind anyone else of the rain we had the other day? <laughs> it's like, oh, it's raining. Oh, my God. It's pouring. 